Good morning, everybody. It's Michelle here. So this morning, I find myself up in northern Michigan, and it's June, so it's beautiful, beautiful weather. I'm sitting outside uh, in my hotel room. I've got a little balcony here with a table and chairs, and the sun is just coming up. It's, it's quite early still, and it's just beautiful out. And you may even, as I talk this morning, hear birds in the background. Uh, I, I'm by a, a fountain with a, a bit of a waterfall, so you might hear that. Um, you might even hear people talking as they're walking by and uh, getting ready to go for breakfast so they can go play golf. Um, this is this is just where I'm at today. And so I'm, I'm sitting out here. It's a little chilly, but I've got uh, a blanket on. And I've just had some study time. And I'm getting ready this morning to go uh, basically be in meetings all day long. Now, I, these aren't the kind of meetings that you get really bored at. These are the kind of meetings that you want to be at. Um, and and I, I was thinking, what, what could I share with you today? And honestly, the one thing that I, I keep coming back to is, is what I studied this morning. And I know I've talked about this a little bit, but um, what I'd like to do this morning is actually read for you the chapter on serenity out of James Allen, As a Man Thinketh. And then I want to point out a couple things to you, okay? So this is one of those where you just kind of sit back if you're able to, and it's it's safe for you, so if you're not driving, if you can just sit back and just uh, maybe close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, and just focus on the words that I'm sharing with you today, okay? So I know a lot of people, as they listen, they like to take notes. This is one of those that you can come back to later, and you can take more notes if you'd like, but I would really like you just to take this in, Okay? And at the very end, ask yourself, okay, what do I need to know because of this? And, and then you'll be able to write down one or two thoughts, okay? But for right now, just sit back, um, take a breath, and listen. All right, so he's talking about serenity, so peace, um, calmness of mind. He says, calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. It is the result of long and patient effort and self-control. Its presence is an indication of ripened experience and of a more than ordinary knowledge of the laws and operations of thought. So I just want to stop right there because uh, honestly I could I don't have to read the whole chapter but I will because it's that good and it's pretty short but that first paragraph that first um, three sentences that sums it up nicely calmness is a mind calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom okay um, but it's the result of long and patient effort and self-control its presence is an indication of ripened experience of a more than ordinary knowledge of the laws and operations of thought the reason why I want to highlight this point for you is because this podcast, you know, the title is Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life, right? This podcast is, is really meant for you to practice 
um, gaining an or, uh, more than ordinary knowledge of the laws and operations of thought. So we share different ways of thinking here. We share patterns of thought. We share laws of, of operations of thought. We talk about perspectives, right? We talk about personalities. We talk about all kinds of things. But the purpose of this podcast is really to help you gain experience in exactly what James Allen is talking about here. All right, so let me read the rest of the chapter. A man becomes calm in the measure that he understands himself as a thought-evolved being. For such knowledge necessitates the understanding of others as a result of thought. And as he develops a right understanding and sees more and more clearly the internal relations of things by the action of cause and effect, he ceases to fuss and fume and worry and grieve and remains poised, steadfast, serene. The calm man, having learned how to govern himself, knows how to adapt himself to others, and they, in turn, reverence his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn of him and rely upon him. The more tranquil a man becomes, the greater is his success, his influence, his power for good. Even the ordinary trader will find his business prosperity increase as he develops a greater self-control and equanimity. For people will always prefer to deal with a man whose demeanor is strongly equable. The strong, calm man is always loved and revered. He is like a shade-giving tree in a thirsty land, or a sheltering rock in a storm. Who does not love a tranquil heart, a sweet-tempered, balanced life? It does not matter whether it rains or shines, or what changes come to those possessing these blessings, for they are always sweet, serene, and calm. That exquisite poise of character which we call serenity is the last lesson of culture. It is the flowering of life, the fruitage of the soul. It is precious as wisdom, more to be desired than gold, yea, than even fine gold. How insignificant mere money-seeking looks in comparison with a serene life, a life that dwells in the ocean of truth, beneath the waves, beyond the reach of tempests, in the eternal calm. How many people we know who sour their lives, who ruin all that is sweet and beautiful by explosive tempers, who destroy their poise of character and make bad blood. It is a question whether the great majority of people do not ruin their lives and mar their happiness by lack of self-control. How few people we meet in life who are well-balanced, who have that exquisite poise which is characteristic of the finished character. Yes, humanity surges with uncontrolled passion, is tumultuous with ungoverned grief, is blown about by anxiety and doubt. Only the wise man, only he whose thoughts are controlled and purified, makes the winds and the storms 
of the soul obey him. And so there's one last part here. This, this is a, a bit of a blessing. And I absolutely love this part. So if you haven't done it already, I encourage you, sit back, close your eyes, and listen. Tempest-tossed souls, wherever ye may be, under whatsoever conditions ye may live, know this. In the ocean of life, the isles of blessedness are smiling, and the sunny shore of your ideal awaits your coming. Keep your hand firmly upon the helm of thought. In the bark of your soul reclines the commanding master. He does but sleep. Wake him. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Say unto your heart, peace be still. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, as I'm, I'm going through this study, and this is day four of uh, a five-day challenge, I'm, I'm learning so much about this connection between our thoughts, uh, our feelings, our behavior, uh, the results that we have in our life. And, and this chapter really sums it up well. Uh, when you are in control of your thoughts... So this, this is everything from, you know, choosing to have a positive attitude um, to also, you know, scheduling in thinking time um, to, hey, I just had a really weird or kind of wonky interaction with a person and let me step back and think about that and, you know, what does that, that say to me? Rather than looking at that person and saying, oh man, they're just a jerk, right? Um, what do I need to learn from that? Right, and, and so this life is all about learning and, and kind of unlearning some things that we, we learned in the past, right? And this thinking process. And over time, what it does is it, it helps us to become the person we want to become. And that's what James Allen is really talking about, becoming the person of serenity. Now listen, one thing that I know is, is serenity does not necessarily come from... Um, adding in a bunch of things so for example you know i'm sitting out here on the stack and and the sun actually is is coming up to a point where i'm like oh i need some sunglasses which is nice to see in michigan um and you don't have to get away to a resort to have serenity you don't have to go and you know i have a friend who does about three or four yoga sessions a week she loves it great. You don't have to do that to get serenity. You don't have to go and be a hermit somewhere or, you know, whatever, you know, meditation practices or, you know, and I'm not saying that any of those are bad. I'm just saying you don't have to start adding all of that in. You know, sometimes when I work with coaching clients, they begin to make this very long list of um, (laughs) things that they need to do in order to learn, grow and change. And, and they start saying, okay, every day I'm going to read a book. Okay, every day I'm going to, you know, do this meditation. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do yoga. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run. And before you know it, like personal development is your full-time job, right? <laughs> but I think what, what James Allen is really getting at is, um, you know, serenity doesn't come from what you do. Serenity comes from who you are. 
and it comes from having control of those thoughts. And one thing that I'm learning for myself, and this is why I'm so thankful, next week I'm actually going away for three days uh, to a friend's cabin, and I'm not bringing work work with me at all. Um, the only thing I'm really going there to do is to do some study and personal reflection for myself, and also to think about the next six months in my, my, uh, my work. Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Okay. So uh, the only work I'm going to do is, is on thinking. But I, I love it because I know that when I come out of that experience, I'm going to have narrowed down a focus. And I really believe that serenity has something to do with not how many things you do, but how few things you do. So, for example, uh, you know, when you say yes to everything and you're, you're pulled about and, you know, like, like he says, it's a, you're a tempest-tossed soul, right? Um, when you know, here's the one, two, maybe three things in my life, and this is all I, I want to focus on, there's peace, there's a calmness of mind there, right? You're, you're not pulled in all these different directions. And so when we talk about purpose, vision, goals, what's your plan, what's your dream, what's your goal? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about something that, you know, hey, you probably should think about, right? It's not a suggestion. You can't have peace, calm, and serenity until you know what you want and you're on the path to get there. So take some time today. And if you haven't thought about what your ultimate goal or dream or desire, or at least what's your next best thing, take some time and really try to narrow that down today. And maybe even go through and say, you know, what, what areas of my life kind of fill me up, right? Like, what are the things that make me feel really good, that make my heart happy, that give me serenity, okay? And, and what are those areas that don't, right? So that's a huge clue for you. And just think about what is your relationship to thinking, to learning about thinking, to applying different thinking principles, um, I, I hope many of you have been following for, for a couple months now. I hope that you can answer that question better than the first time I asked you a few months ago. Um, but really, I want you to see the value of thinking and reflecting and asking yourself all the time, what can I learn from this and how can I grow? Okay? So I, I hope this has been helpful today. Uh, I hope it gets you to think and to just chew on these things and by all means you can go back and listen to it again and take your notes thank you so much for listening i i really appreciate my audience i really really do you guys are awesome many of you you know you reach out to me through social media or through emails or you know other means i i just so appreciate hearing back from you the things that are changing in your life uh, I, I send out to you many blessings today and uh, happy thinking. All right, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.